This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable! Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Mook Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Mook Delivery, like McKenna, brings a top tier lineup. With Leap Davis-esque delivery right to your door, you'll always be winning with Mook Delivery. So the only thing left to say is, you win. Order now on the McDonald's app, and you can also get rewards points delivered too, so that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee, and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hello and welcome to another edition of This Week in ITFC History. This is part four of a special edition of looking back at the great season, or one of the great seasons of the 1980-81. And along with my friend and colleague, the Renegade Statman, we'll be looking at the names of the games, the wins, the draws, and in part four, unfortunately, some losses from the great, great season. Stat, how have you been, mate? How have you been? Lockdown, it's bit, I mean, we, we can do more each bloody day, it seems now, mate. I'm back playing golf, been back playing golf for two weeks. Oh, my God, everything's happening. But are, are you any good? That's the thing. Any good at golf? Yeah. I wouldn't say my golf's improved since prior to lockdown, to be fair. But, yeah, I was better, played this afternoon. Yeah, a bit, bit better today. Um, I play at Ipswich at Purdis. Very dry, mate. Very dry. Oh. The fairways are like runways, mate. So uh, I, I thought you meant the putt the bar wasn't open. Oh, the putt bar's certainly not open. Yeah, no, it's very dry, mate. So a bit of normality is returned because my boys play as well. So um, to the Diamond household, but and you've been coping all right and yeah, things, we... things okay in with uh, your new uh, RNL. I find it difficult to say that Royal Life, Royal National Lifeboat Institute, isn't it? There you go, a little little plug for them. Yeah, all, oh well, yeah. Most of my day is is like this. Not obviously talking to you about Ipswich <laughs> Town, but talking to <laughs> really, lots of other people on really screen. Yeah. I wish it was. I wish it was. <laughs> Um, but yeah, a lot no, of our colleagues, a lot of our colleagues, seem to spend most of their day on most of their day on WhatsApp. I don't know how they get away with it. That how do they, how do, they do that? That Blue Monday <laughs> WhatsApp group. I go in and it says there are seventy three messages. <laughs> Just... Oh, it's all good. I've got to say now, it's all good stuff. It's all good stuff. It's only banter, but it's all good stuff. Just, to, I think we should just touch on that today is the twentieth um, anniversary of our playoff win. Yeah, happy memories of that. And I mean, we've done it. Did you see Rich did an absolutely fantastic um, sort of trilogy that went out earlier today? Absolutely brilliant. He's, 
clever lad, that Rich, isn't he? Clever lad. Um, he is. He's, he's with the, the wizardry and all that sort of stuff. Oh, with my it. God. Absolutely superb editing. Um, yeah, very, uh, very nostalgic. And funny enough, I just had a, um, an, email, an email from someone I work with um, in London, actually, who's a town supporter, saying um, he saw that earlier today and say, pass on. Pass on thanks. How much in uh, how much you enjoyed her and stat your good self. You and your you and your lovely wife. What twentieth twentieth wedding anniversary? It must be. Yeah, but we not had a... today. That was a couple of days ago. Yeah, two two days ago. Yeah, today is the twentieth wedding anniversary of me catching the the the, the plane to Jamaica at half past nine in in the morning. Um, so yeah, um, and Rich is is brilliant. And I had a little look at it, and much of as I am at that point, I kind of I kind of struggle and. I like I like the Rooster bit. Rooster's goal, brilliant. But I struggle to kind of watch watch the other bits, and particularly with people sharing their 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 thoughts and their you know what they their memories. Fair, fair play to them. God, that was absolutely brilliant day, mate. God, you did that? you did you watch Galaxy Quest at thirty eight thousand feet? I'm going to tell you that that was a quality film. No. I must no. confess, I didn't. No, no, I didn't. No, it was. Um... Yeah, that must have been weird. I mean, God for you. I mean, obviously, you, you planned the wedding, obviously, months, probably a year before, probably a town hall, nonetheless. So, yeah, nice little nice little uh, limousine as well, I saw you getting in as well. I saw these, all these yeah. pics. So what was that? As, as American, what was it? Cadillac or something? What yeah, was 1959 it? Cadillac. Yeah, nice, yeah. nice. But, nice. yeah, like I said, there were loads of, we had it at the town hall, and obviously, there were loads. Those are posters about going to Wembley <laughs> and stuff. So, um, I thought we were going. I thought we were going automatically. That's you know when we booked the. You know, Trust. actually, the hardest thing out of all of it, and I, I remember that the most and the thing that I find the most difficult to watch is when we played Bolton in the in the Jim Jilton second leg. Right, and it's it's at that bit where we realise that we, we're going to Wembley after these years of heartache, and I'm there singing. Case or and I'm thinking, oh, how many times have I sung that in my life, and we've never got there, and now I am singing it, and I can't go. But so, on the upside, you did get Jono shorts. I did, yeah, I did get Jono shorts. Um, I should get them framed, I think, but no, I, I just, um, I kind of keep them in the back of a drawer. I hope John is not watching. I just, just, yeah, Stat gets them out and gives them a sniff now. Anyway, no, yeah. we'll go and go there. They've um, never been washed. Just, just quickly, should say, um, yesterday, many happy returns to our podcast colleague, Mikey. Yeah, 20, to 21. The right, bold age, right bold age of 29 yesterday. Christ is the same age as my oldest son. A little bit older, a little bit older. That's six months older. Blimey. And a nice birthday message from, nice birthday message from Chainbow, I saw. Yeah, with his um, his lockdown um, barnet that, that that's going. So, <laughs> mate. Anyway, we've got to get to it. We've been putting it off long enough. This is part four. Um, no spoilers alert here. We're what a position we're in, mate. On all fronts, we are going for it, mate. So just we're, set the scene. Just set the scene for where we were. So let's recap at the end of part oh. three. And I'm absolutely buzzing. Oh, dog. I tell you, when I you said we were going to do it. Doing these notes, uh, I think you could have warned me a little bit. So yeah, part four, uh, we start with us being top of the league by a point, with a game in hand. We're just beating the best team in Europe, uh, Saint Etienne, seven-two on aggregate. Um, and to top that, we're in the semi semi-final of the FA Cup as well. What can go wrong? What can go wrong? Well, let's talk about that. So we'll go on to game fifty-two. Just quickly, and um, jealous guy by Roxy Music is still number one. Good tune, mate. Good tune. How long was that at number one for? Oh, start. You got me. I reckon a couple of weeks. Um, I, I'm just telling you, actually. Hang on, hang on. Uh, 
yeah, a couple of couple a couple more weeks. Well, I thought you were going to say like sixteen weeks, like that Brian Adams one. Nah, not quite. Nah, not quite. Anyway, where are we going to next? So it is, it's the twenty first of March. It's the fifty second league game in in the season. Just to put it into context, in two thousand and nineteen, twenty Ipswich played forty six games, forty eight. I don't know, not many. Um, so we're, we're already way ahead of that. It's only the thirty third league game. Um, so obviously nineteen in the cup, and we travel to Old Trafford, and and we have. No fears about going to to Manchester United, managed by Dave Sexton. Yep. Yeah. Uh, overnight, heavy overnight rain. Yeah, I mean a lot, a lot of heavy overnight rain. I said I, I referred back to that Bobby Robson time on the grass book where I'm pointing to, where we say he does a summary of each game, and um, yeah, he would have called that. You know, he was had circumstances been different, and he could see the fixtures piling up ahead of him. I think the game would have been postponed, but. He said, had to play it, really had to play it. Yeah, I mean, it was a, a morning inspection that said the game was on and the pitch soon turned into a ploughed field, I read. But I've got to say to you, every time that you mention... I like that. Every time that you talk about Bobby Robson's book, Time on the Grass, I always <laughs> think about him, you know, smoking cannabis or something like that. Is there a chapter about that? No, I don't think so, Bob, ever, every part. Of, well, not as far as I'm aware, I don't think he ever I'm not suggesting that he was, such. but, you know. No, no, um, but anyway. So, th- 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 those conditions, those pitch conditions were not ideal for town sort not of style of play. Were they? Not conducive. Um, only one change to the to the town team. So, uh, Cooper was in goal and a back four of Steggles, Osman, Butcher and McCall. Just to give you a little, a little quiz for uh, a little bit of trivia for Kevin Steggles. He was the fourth member of that current squad to make his league debut at Old Trafford. Wow, is this brilliant, mate? So you know obviously, the other? obviously Burley, Beatty, um, oh, um, was Mariner? Did Paul Mariner? Mariner yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Wow. So, yeah. Uh, Kevin, I was about to say George, not not his son. Kevin O'Callaghan came came in for for Alan Brazil. Alongside yeah. Tyson Walker, Muren and Mariner and Gates were were up yeah. front. I mean, what we should say here as well, just to summarise that. And I, I'm looking back at the season, and we'll get to it in a little in a, in a little while. But you know, Burley, the the first choice team is no longer because Burley Burley got the long term injury at Shrewsbury what a month or so before. So um, yeah, we are. Yeah, it's not it's not the team as such. No, we, we, you know, we haven't got Mills in there. I think, you know, yeah. we're, we're Mills and Brazil away from having our, our strongest 11 as it is. Yeah, as, as you could. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I've got the, got the, the programme oh, here. Wowzers, look at that. Um, Gary, Gary Bailey. Bailey. Nice one. Um, but that looks really... a bit like a quagmire as well. Yeah, look at that. <laughs> <laughs> they did in those days, that. They yeah. did in those days, mate. Um, let's just go with it. Because... Uh, Seven minutes in, Muren has a as a as a corner, Butcher scores it one nil. Um, I think, yeah. And then you get to the seventeenth minute, and I don't know if you've seen this goal. Uh, my notes I've written down is a horrible, scrappy goal. United had so much luck here. First of all, Osman goes out to the to the I right was side, all over the place, yeah. isn't it? Um, yeah. Puts in a decent tackle, but the ball instead of going out, sort of loops up in the air. The 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 winger latches onto it. The ball goes into the penalty area. Miss kicks everywhere and just goes in the back of the net. Um, and I think it Mickey was Thomas, wasn't it? Yeah, Mickey Thomas Butcher. I think it's Butcher. You can just see almost, almost like he's been tasered. Just kind of falls to the ground at that point. Um, second half, miss kicks again. 
We can't clear it, and um, Nickel blasts it in. We end never up losing. Never scored. Jimmy Nickel, sort of um, left foot one. It never, ever scores. He has a great finish in the corner. But again, a game like that, Stat, you know, played on a pitch like that, tough game. You know, that's got to take a lot out of the legs, isn't it, in a small squad? It, oh, definitely, it has. And I would say, obviously, we, I, I don't know if, if United played during the week, but obviously we played St Etienne. But as we talked about in part three, though, that's that was a bit of a, a nothing event the, the second leg you know the yeah. even so yeah. but yeah we, we went down 2-1 there was 47,000 there the positive thing was that after the game we find that that Villa had lost at Tottenham remember that um should say also start just our third the third league defeat of the season what was it 21st of March yeah 33rd <laughs> game yeah um but the the big story I don't know if you know what the big story was about that weekend go on Tom Baker left Doctor Who. Good God. Oh, right. Tom, so, to be rep- Tom Baker, to be replaced by... Was it Colin Baker replaced him? Oh, I think it was Peter Davison. Oh, Peter Davison. Yeah, OK. Yeah. Yeah, yeah good Because it, there's part of my memory that thinks that I was sitting at home watching Doctor Who kind of... I don't know when Doctor Who was on, but I remember... Saturdays, definitely. Saturdays, Saturday, like, yeah. after. So, it'd go... End of grand, you know, grandstand football results or whatever world of sport football results news. Um, it, was, it was a terrible. Possibly you know, Doctor Who. Then Jim will fix option two. Can we mention that? Um, yeah. Let's move on. Um, so if we look at the updated league table, it was it was a positive thing there. Um, yeah. Southampton uh, uh, in third, forty four uh, points from thirty six games. More of them later. Uh, yeah. Villa are in forty nine, uh, forty nine points with thirty four games played. And we're on 50 with 33. So you think Villa have only got eight games left to play. Um, yeah. You know, we, we are getting to the business end well, of no, the season. No ground, no ground lost to Villa there. No. no. Um, so that was on the 21st. And then on the 25th of March, uh, some of the uh, international managers didn't think that our players had, had played enough. So Mariner, Butcher and Osman went to Wembley to play for England against Spain in a friendly. Oh. Muren and Tyson appeared in, the, in World Cup qualifiers. And, and so did yeah. John Walk. Just, yeah. And there's a bit in one of the programs uh, where Mick Mills talks about he had a surprise call up, and he was surprised. I think it was a it was a a day after this, but he was surprised that he was called into the squad. And he, he's kind of making a point that actually he shouldn't have been that the uh, Ron Green, Greenwood, as it was at the time, should have been aware of what pressures they were under. I mean, that's that's the difference, play. you know. We, you know, we've spoken about resting players, and you know, England squads back in those days. If a player was fit, you just you, there was no way out of it. You went, you know, yeah. there was none of this. Oh, you know, on the Saturday he's got a twinge, so we pulled him out of the England squad and stuff. If you were picked for England, you went. You know, any international, yeah, or Dutch as well. Um, just wouldn't have sure. happened today. Just would not have happened. So even with, with bigger squads. No, exactly. So the the next Saturday uh, we are um, at home to 14th place Sunderland, and I think you know the the view was Dave that this was just going to be. Uh, uh, an easy win. I guess we were at that point in the season where you looked at it and thought, we're going to win here, we're going to win here, we're going to win here, and you would I have picked this did. as a win. Yeah? I, think, I think the game came well. We needed a we needed a sort of game like that against an opposition that we could you know, must, roll over. I must show you the programme for, for two reasons. Is that Steve, Gates, uh, Steve, Steve Perryman, Perryman yeah. and Gates? Yeah, it's like, yeah, probably just Perryman's just about to kick him, probably. Um, before we go on, uh, this was, uh, before we look at the mascot, 
and we were so lucky. I, I thought that you'd actually found him because you know we had the mascot in, the, in one of the programs from part three was Daniel Laws. Yeah. And unfortunately, you bumped into somebody who was called Danny Laws. <laughs> I did, I did, and I think um, I think it was, it was really odd, and I'm sure it's the same. And I was on the cusp. I thought, and it's someone I sort of used to play football with, and I was on like not in acquaintance with him. So you see someone and go, oh, all right, mate. I go, yeah, I'm out. Oh, yeah, Danny sort of thing. And I thought, shall I? And I just could. He was with his missus. I thought, shall I ask him? No, he'd think I'm so sad. I couldn't. I couldn't ask him that. I couldn't. But yeah, well, I'm pretty can... sure. I haven't seen him again. And thinking back to that baby face as a nine or ten year, yeah, it's definitely him. Well, do you think he was the same as Daniel Laws? I think it probably was. Let's have a look I at know. this mascot then. Weird, see, if, see if you know this person. He's got a great smile. I'm going to tell you who he is before I put it up because I tried to I tried to read the program from a camera after. So his name's Mark Irwin, but okay. that's, uh, with a U. And he's from Four Dunthorne Road, which is in Colchester. And good lad, his favourite player was Franz Tyson. Uh, yeah, Franz was at York. Yes, he's a happy chap. But yeah, look at yeah. him. Yeah, happy That's chap. Yeah, are, Franz. Yeah. I mean, uh, be interesting to see. But, you know, back then, all these mascots' favourite players, I think the Dutchman uh, came out quite well out of that, didn't they? The the other bit that they always had in the junior, uh, junior blue section was the happy birthdays. Yeah. And I thought to myself, you know what? It's close to my birthday, this game. And I had a look down, and my name is in it. So hey, I'm, I'm, I'm very pleased. Yeah, it is, yeah. Um, hey. I don't know if I, yeah, well, that would be the so, that man. yeah, Hang I don't on, know where it. I am. No, no, Simon Jackson, so prices a lot. Hang on, Sean's, um, oh, hang on, are they doing it in, oh, they are, okay, hang on, you go up a bit, Paul Scrivener, Neil Scrivener, no, up a bit, down a bit, up, down, hang on, oh, I'm, I'm not stopping until I've <laughs> yeah, seen you. Go, yeah. um, um, no, to the, to the right. Yes, got you. Ah, yeah. Uh, yeah, you're on, yeah, you're yeah. half on an end of a row, aren't you? Am I? Yeah, you're, you're oh, Christian. Oh, I am. Your surname's on the next. Yeah. I've never noticed that. That's disappointing. I'll see if I can get my next birthday in, in the programme. Um, <laughs> the only thing I also wanted to mention it to you was at the bit that the Gaumont had announced that the Cure were going to play. Wow. Um, I don't know if you mentioned that before. Yeah, um, the first time they had played there, I thought. Bloody hell. Only, only one change to the, to the line-up. Uh, uh, Alan Brazil comes in for O'Callaghan, so Steggles is still getting his his run yeah. at, at right back. Yeah, um, uh, one nil down after eight, eighteen minutes. Yeah, I don't I don't think I was at this game. I'm pretty sure I think no. I must have been playing that day. I can't remember much about this game. All I can remember about this game is is the equaliser, which is I think you can see it on YouTube is just ridiculous, isn't it? Yeah, forty fourth minute Mariner <laughs> with a, a fantastic free kick. Yeah, and. Uh, as we always say, a lot of the things, you know, you can just find it off, off YouTube. And um, one of the games that we, we cover, actually, uh, the next game, Leeds United. Um, I've never seen that game before, but I managed to find that on YouTube. So we, Yeah, the we goal was very, very grainy. The goal was yeah. on YouTube for sure, yeah. Important goal then for to go in at half-time 1-1. And then in the second half, Mariner, two close-range efforts within a minute of each other. And then tight... Uh, Joe Hinnigan is then sent off for for Sunderland. I think it's Joe Hinnigan. Yeah. yeah, he gets sent off, and then Tyson scores in in the dying seconds to make it four one. Bobby Robson says we can't be too bad of a side if we score four goals when we're we're playing well below our best. Yeah, I think so. I think we needed we'd say we needed a game like that. Um, Villa beat Southampton two one. David Geddes with the winner at the end of the first half, and then the other thing that surprised me actually before we we'll have a look at the table, see so updated league table. We've got a number of teams that are trying to get that third spot and suddenly in come Forest. They're, they're third now, 44 Brilliant. points from 36. Yeah. Villa 51 from 35 and we're 52 from 34. Now, yeah. I don't know if you know, but the next day 
which was the 29th of March 1981, was the first ever London Marathon. Wow, and there you go. Yeah, Bobby yeah. Robson thought it would be a good idea, and so he actually put his first 11 in just to to take part in the in the London Marathon. So I don't know whether... <laughs> well, just to keep them ticking over yeah, for the next... Fresh. Uh, for the next, yeah, fresh. keep it fresh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, I think that's, that might have been his mistake. That you know, we've spoken about player fatigue and stuff. I think all that squad of fourteen being made to run in the London Marathon the day after the Sunderland game was was a bit bit harsh, really, wasn't it? Murin and Tyson in the pantomime horse was a you know <laughs> terrible one. Uh, Kevin Beatty. I think Brazil ran as a tree. I think yeah, yeah tree costume. <laughs> um, so obviously after that that twenty six mile slog, uh, they found themselves at Alan. At, Allen Road, Ellen Road. Allen Road, um, where, it's up on Felix Day Road, yeah. Where Alan Clark, as uh, Leeds United were, um, yeah. they were in 10th place. This was our game in hand over over Villa, so it was important that we um, we got a result here. Um, really happy with the team. Mills comes in for Steggles, and you'd say this is our strongest. This is our yeah, strongest uh, 11, that man. must be one of the last times we play that team. Yeah, that is a strong team. Yeah, Mills, Steggles, just the only difference is McCall's in for the in- long-term injured Burley. Yeah. yeah. Sixth minute, and I, like I said, I only watched this about just, two just hours. quickly again. A bit in the Robson book about this. Um, apparently, it was scheduled for a 7 30 kickoff, and at 25 past seven, apparently, a Leeds official knocks on the dressing room door to say, Oh, there's been an accident on the M1 or M62 or something like that. Um, you know, the load more fans coming in, although it wasn't a particularly huge crowd, but a load more fans coming in. Yeah. We want to put the kickoff back to quarter to eight. And he said that really set the players on edge a bit. And he said the players just went out and got caught cold in a in a sort of poor frame of mind sort of thing. Oh, de- definitely. I mean, he, they're, wasn't, they're... he wasn't happy. Wasn't happy. Town had two 0 down at half time, and, and and from what I've seen and, and read, they were never in contention yeah. for this game. But what I would say in the sixth minute, a hotly disputed penalty, <laughs> and, and it's just it was it was never a penalty. I've just written down it was never a penalty. You know, they said that there was a push. I think from Osman on whoever it was up front for for Leeds. You would never give that 999 times out of a thousand, but yeah, Hurd stepped up. He he, um, he scored it two uh, 0 with with at half time. Finished the game three 0 down. It was our heaviest defeat of the season. Bobby Robson said, "It's not a mortal blow. One defeat doesn't suddenly make us a bad side." And I know we can bounce back. Obviously, with one eye ahead of the the next match against West Brom, who were good now side. moving up into third place. They yeah, were on 45 side, points. Yeah. Um, and we both now played 35 games, us and Villa, and we're one point ahead on, on 52. Yeah. Now, I've, we go to West Brom, and there, there's the programme. Um, Look at that. Thing it's of quite beauty. interesting. Look at that. I won't go into it. Brendan um, Batson, like yeah. yeah. Uh, but a lot of the away programmes are very, very complimentary about town and the town side, and they're, they're really pleased that, you know, how town are pushing on and stuff like that. Even even Ron Atkinson, which surprised me because I didn't think he particularly liked town. Yeah. Now, the the thing is, um, I want to talk to you about this. So it's the 4th of April. We're playing third place West Brom. We're on the same, uh, we're one point ahead of Aston Villa with seven games to go. And Bobby Robson's not at the game. He decides to take himself off to Germany to watch our UEFA Cup semi-final opponents, Cologne. Am I going to add this into my list of reasons that we we might not have won the league? You know, this must have, this was an important game here. Tough one. I mean, do you think you could see the writing on the wall almost as far as the league was concerned? You know, things are starting to catch up and almost, 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 you know, prioritising UEFA Cup. I don't know. You know, I think perhaps he considered that Ferguson was an, was an able enough deputy to... 
you know, to um, you know, to be in charge for one game. But could he not yeah, just sky it's, it's not it a bad or... call. It's not a bad call stat. Yeah, would yeah. it have made it? Who, who can say? Who can say? You know, yeah. BT BT uh, TV had it on or whatever BT Sport. He could have watched it on there late, later on in the evening. I think. I'm sure he did. Um, but done, then yeah. I think one of the reasons is that he probably knew what the team was going to be. Um, <laughs> So uh, Cooper's still in goal. Uh, Steggles comes back in for the injured Tyson. Um, oh, Osmond and Butchery centre half. So Mills then goes from right back to left back, which is fine. Um, O'Callaghan comes in for the injured Mariner. McCall switches into centre centre midfield. Walker Murina there as well, and I think Gates is up front with with Brazil. That team is all over the place from the one that just had, had just. Um, yeah, well, and again, beating at Leeds. Yeah, yeah, and we get, you know, again, we get caught. Well, we sort of seemingly get caught by an early goal, then we hit back immediately. But then, yeah. Um, well, I, I looked at the goal today, and uh, you know, the first after eight minutes, Ali Brown scores. Terrible, terrible confusion in in the box, and it, it ends with the the ball going in the, uh, in the back of the net, and you see, you know, the, the players, and I think you have got Russell Osman, and he's really he's got in the orange uh, wake, and he's really yeah. he is raging. But yeah. a minute later. Muren is he's running down the wing and his left cross goes in, miss no one gets anywhere near it and it falls to Brazil right in the and the, the right hand side of the penalty area and um he, he just guides in. And I don't know about you, but at that point when when you're playing at the third place team and suddenly you get a goal back straight away, you're thinking this, this is promising, you know, we're, we're going to be in this game. But in the 44th minute, great goal by Brennan Batson. The, the, oh, the, the header, near post header, that's yeah. a really good goal. Good yeah. wing play, proper old fashioned wing play by, if I remember rightly, by. Peter Barnes, who was a yeah very very good winger or England player, um, yeah, and then finished off second half. I think Barnes himself scored. Any deflection was it? Bar- I think he might yeah, have yeah, done. Barnes in the 54th minute deflected yeah. effort. Um, I mean, again Villa... in the in the Robson book, he said he was away, but spoke to you know Ferguson after the final whist, and Ferguson said, yeah, a bit unfortunate. We played well, much better than we played at Leeds. They were even with yeah. the side played well, um, missed chances. They took their sort of thing. One of those games. Uh, and the, the, the news I have to bring you at this point, and I won't add the other sentence that I've got here, is that we came off to hear that Villa had beaten uh, Leicester four two at Filbert Street. Um, so if we have a look, at, <laughs> if if we look at the league table now, uh, West Brom are forty seven, uh, only five points behind us now. We're on fifty two, and Villa are on fifty three. Now I don't know if you heard about the rumours that came out that Bobby Robson actually wasn't in Cologne watching the game because <laughs> what's of what you know. this stat? What's this? Go um, on, mate. He was a big fan of Eurovision, so he was over in Dublin to see Bucks Fizz win win the Eurovision Song Contest. Hey, I was, was going to well, funny enough, that's, um, they they feature in a little while. Well, yeah. I, I, I thought they might have done, and when I saw that, I thought, right, okay. So yeah, he he was over there. Apparently, he's a, he's a big fan of, of, yeah. of the, the Eurovision classics. But I'm <laughs> pleased to say that he travelled back from from Dublin, um, and he I think was. You at... like the bit where they take the skirts off? Do you know that bit? They take the skirts off. The longer skirt. That, yeah. I'm sure you have. Yeah. Anyway, so, carry on. He's back for um, UEFA Cup action at Portman Road. A few days later, we we entertain FC uh, Cologne. Uh, yeah, I haven't yeah. really got the lighting very well for that, but they there you go. There. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, got that. FC Cologne, uh, positive news for us. Uh, managed by, oh, not positive, though, managed by Renus. Michaels, Michaels, yeah, 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 no, no Bonoff and no Zimmerman, who were both injured. Um, Before we go, we'll have a look at the mascot. Um, Was Ben Davies of two the close Sudbury? Um, His favourite player is is Paul Mariner. So it's a good. There he is. 
Yeah, good, cool. Nice one. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, Paul Cooper makes his 300th appearance for town. <laughs> and then we play what I like to call, probably got a little bit like it, and we should never, ever mention our current manager in, in line with this with this great season. But it's kind of thinking, who, who's going where now? When the team's being named, it's, it's, it's a bit odd. So we, suddenly Gates is... Uh, Tyson's back in for Steggles. Mariner's back in for, for O'Callaghan. So Mills goes from left back to right back. McCall goes from centre middle to, to left back. But I think we are, with all the changes, settled down again to our, our strongest, strongest. Yeah, that's 11. the strongest side. That, that's Thanks. the strongest side we could put out at this point. What was going on in Ipswich in 1981? Because from what I can see on my notes, we're in the UEFA Cup semi-final first leg. We've just dispatched the best team in Europe. What was the, what was the crowd? I can't see. You've less got it than 25, blue. Less than 25,000. No, well, we said, well, it was games all... Um, uh, perhaps perhaps um, the following game, perhaps people were waiting for the game at the following weekend. Oh, there you go. Um, let's have a look expensive, at the... Expensive business following town back in those days. It Dad. certainly was. Um, but some <laughs> great great players were at Portman Road. You know, we, we talked about... Um, Platini and Battiston. In fact, if we mention Battiston, we can have a look at who the goalie was in, in this one. So it was it was it was Schumacher, oh, um, the, the pantomime villain from the '82 World yeah. Cup, um, and a couple of other names that that stuck out for me was Muller. Um, yeah. He scored loads of goals, but Pierre Letbarski. Oh mate, yeah, um, I used to have um, a pair of Pierre Letbarski boots. Bandy legged winger, little squat winger, wasn't what? he? No, oh, oh, I thought you were talking about me. No, I was not no, a bandy leg no, winger. No, no, no Pierre Lipbarski. No, yeah. Pierre, Pierre Lipbarski. They were, I think, I think you can safely say their team was littered with internationals. Littered. With, without a doubt. Um, with an England international up front. Yeah, he, he did. Um, yeah, he did play. I, I thought I mentioned Woodcock. Um, but yeah, he, he, he played. And I think um, he, he lasted the, the whole game. He wasn't subbed. Uh, Town take, uh, scored the only goal in the game, the 38th minute uh, powerful yeah. header. Walking. What I can remember about this game is we're pretty, pretty dominant in the game. We mm-hmm. just didn't, you know, typical German, you know, pretty solid in defence. I seem to remember, I can't really remember them having many chances. You know, it was a 1-0, but it was a, one of those sort of comfortable 1-0s, which could have easily been 3 or 4. But, you know, it just didn't on the night. But obviously the key in, you know, the key in Europe, as we know, is not to concede. But, yeah, you still would have wanted more than a goal to take to, take to Cologne, that's for sure. Beatty had a chance, uh, should have doubled the lead with a header in the 85th minute, and um, he, he walks away shaking his head and, and, yeah. and swearing at himself. And you're right, Bobby Robson said, had we scored the goals we deserved, this this tie would have been virtually you know, over. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, you know, as you say, we've won 1-0, we, we go to Cologne, um, but the fantastic result was slightly sad when we walked off the pitch and heard that Villa had beaten third place West Brom 1-0 at Villa Park that oh, night. Peter really? with they play- Peter with an 88th minute no, winner. No. So even though we are looking at the UEFA Cup, I just have to give you a, le- a league table update as well now. Here's the thing then, here's the thing then that night. Oh, you're giving me a league table update. Have yeah. the results been reversed that night and West, were West Brom still in with a shout? Well, if they'd the, have beaten Villa that night. Let, let, let's do the current points. table and All then right, we'll get on. our pens and pencils out. And roll it out. So at the current table was uh, West Brom on 47 from 38. We're on 52 from 36. Yeah, and Villa are now on 55 from 37. Yeah. yeah, two points for a winner, three wins. Yeah, OK. Yeah. yeah so, um, but yeah, if it was the other way around, we'd have only been three points ahead of... Um, uh, it would have been three points ahead of West Brom, but yeah. we still had <laughs> two games in hand. Yeah. Um, so 
where do we go now? This is 1981. Well, let's let's go off to Villa Park for an oh, FA Cup <clears throat> semi-final. One spoiler alert: one of my lowest ever ever moments of supporting town. I've got to say, I've got that program. I meant yeah, to dig it out earlier, and I everyone's didn't. got this program. My I think. my program is yeah, but not everyone's assigned by um, Eddie Large of Litton and Large fame. To be fair. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable! Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like home comforts. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home advantage with McDelivery. You win. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus. Serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Blue Monday are delighted to be partnered with TalkSport Fan Network and NordVPN, giving you the best possible offering for browsing the internet securely. NordVPN opens up global streaming options for content not available in your region by switching your virtual location quicker than Wesburn's running down the wing. NordVPN acts like your cyber Sam Morsey whilst online, protecting your personal data and sensitive info like passwords and credit card details from falling into the wrong hands. For about the price of an ITFC match program a month or a Blue Monday Telegram subscription, you can get yourself a NordVPN account which can be used across six different devices. If you need to rapidly change direction like Amari Hutchinson, there's a 30-day money-back guarantee. To get the best discount off your NordVPN plan, go to nordvpn.com forward slash Blue Monday or click the link in the podcast or YouTube subscription to be taken straight there, supporting us here at Blue Monday in the process. Very very rarely lost for words I, I, i'm trying to grasp he's a man city fan is he uh huge he well, he's, you know, um, unfortunately was that he him um, very sadly he was uh he was a victim of coronavirus actually a couple of months back very well, sad it's very sad and what what is leading to be a, 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 a quite a sad part four you, you saw him. That. sorry no it's you what a within? great bloke what a great fellow we saw him at, um we me, me and a couple of my mates walking past the main gates at villa and he said hang on he said he large and little and large you know yeah, you'd know little and large, you're a little silly. They were huge at the time. I think they had their own bloody BBC show and stuff like that. It's a real major star. Knew he's a fan, and I knew he did a brilliant deputy do- deputy dog deputy dog impression. So I remember me and the boys got him to do his deputy dog impression, which he did, and he signed our programmes as well. So there you go. I always liked when he used to say "Rock on, Tommy." He was he was brilliant. Yes, that, okay, yeah, okay. <laughs> I'm not um, going to fall. I'm not gonna go there. Uh, John Bond at Man City. Obviously, um, he started the season off at, at our rivals up the road. Did did. Um, what was the view about him? I was. I want to ask you about John Bond. Was it was he a, was he a respected manager from from town fans? Yeah, he... because Norwich he, Norwich was such a real. Oh, right, okay. <laughs> There's a game coming up in a little yeah. while, but Norwich was such a non-entity then to us, really. That 
I don't think anyone really had an opinion. I didn't mind John Bond actually. He was yeah. he was right. John Bond, yeah, he he was okay. He came from the sort of he was a West Ham played quite a lot of games for West Ham, I know. But um, yeah, um, I didn't really have an issue. I don't think with John Bond. I know he's a Norwich manager, but no great issue there. But he was always good value on TV for a uh, you know a comment or so. Yeah. Um... I want to tell you that the town players were were interrupted at lunch on on the on the Saturday, so it was a three three o'clock kickoff, I think, or was it five past three? You're going to tell me conspiring against them. Yeah, it's just ridiculous. Um, and they're ordered to vacate their rooms because the other guests have arrived at the hotel and want to check in. <laughs> so, so um, what is this? This a Man City team for their pre-match meal or something? Yeah, I don't, I don't know what time it is. Maybe maybe they didn't read the notes at the check. You had to check out uh-huh. by eleven o'clock, but they hadn't. So. As they're leaving, Robson goes back into the hotel and immediately cancels a booking at the same hotel because we're there on Tuesday night, which yes. I thought was quite good. Yes, um, now, this is interesting. Uh, the only change is that BT comes in for McCall. McCall goes on the bench, so clearly is fit. So th- this is a, a tactical move. And BT right. ha- has a great game. game but... Uh, again, you know, we, we, we've talked about in our previous games about what our strongest 11 became after Burley's injury, and we'd never really considered Beatty in this. So, what, why? I know it was a talisman. Was it? Big what, game. Was big game. Big game. Blame. Yeah, big game. Um, I don't think it played. I think I got this right. I don't think it played since St. Etienne away. Big game player. You play him. If he's if he's fit enough to play, albeit subsequently realised he perhaps wasn't, you know, he's, you know, his knee was filled with whatever you know ejection and stuff caught his own whatever um but yeah you, you know you got him on the pitch you wheeled him on and he played and from what i remember that day he was he was our best player so unlucky not to score i think first yeah. half remember a corner coming in he heads it it was one of those headers heads it too well dry pitch quite dry ball bounces up one of those and bounces over the crossbar it's ridiculous i think he has one off the line hutchinson heads one off the line again from and he was so dominant but we just couldn't couldn't score it was a cagey sort of game fairly even i'd say sort of game probably we had the better of the chances i can't remember man city really certainly in normal time having that many clear-cut chances we yeah we had yeah we had a few i i think you know the the both sets of players were probably looking forward to extra time um and before you tell me about that there was a a significant blow just before just before the the final whistle's blown, yeah. uh, Kevin Beatty breaks his right arm and he's replaced by McCall. Beatty's last appearance for the club. The whistle then blows for extra time. But what? This is the FA Cup semi final. Why is there why is there extra time at that point, Dave? It was it's the first time. I think it was the first year that the cup finder. Um, you know, at normal time. Um, previous seasons, it had just gone to a replay, um, which I think perhaps would have suited us perhaps i know we're talking about fixture congestion but you know you get yourselves together collect yourselves together again albeit we were back there at villa we had to go back to villa park the following week i mean it was just crazy days um yeah it was the first time ever i think that that you know um after normal time semi-finals then went to um went to extra time and we were still again i can't there was nothing in it in extra time at all other than other until we get to the goal yeah, I mean, the first half of extra time, very few chances. And I think a lot of the players at that point, certainly the town players, you know, what are we up to about game 55 or 56 here? Yeah, probably thinking, yeah, we need a rest. Um, and it's a dubious decision by the ref. And I, I don't, yeah. don't want to sound, you know, give some sour grapes here, but that was a terrible, terrible decision. Six um, and one half does not even that. Then it's really. foul and butcher, in my opinion. Yeah, he, and, you know, 
he yeah. suddenly falls over Butcher's leg and the referee gives a penalty. Now, at this point... Free kick. It's uh, not a penalty. It's not a penalty. Sorry, free, free kick, kick, yeah. Well, that, that, that will explain what I'm going to say. Um, I've never, never... I, I can't watch that goal. Mm. I can't. So it's 100 uh, minute. I mean, one of, one of my low points in my all my years as a sporting town, you just know when that goes. Look, it's a fantastic free kick, unbelievably great free kick, and Cooper has no chance. Paul Power takes it left foot, bends it over and round the wall. Um, and you remember it going in. And as soon as that goes in, and it's still a fair bit of time to go. And as soon as that, as soon as that goes in, you know it's all over. You just know it's not going to be your day. But you do think at least I got any larger's autograph? I know it's thing, and it did get him to do his deputy dog impression as well, yeah. which is you know highlighted um, that really. Uh, so yeah, the thing I've got to tell you about this is um, uh, before they had the the ASDA store up at Stoke Park, they used to have the Stoke Park precinct. Oh, of so, yeah, Harley's yeah, in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, uh, Martin's was in there. So yeah. I remember being up there. You had some brick walls and bits that you could park your bikes. You know, like bike racks or little that you concrete blocks that you could put you. And we yeah, were right. just there, kids as ten year ten years old. And then I remember my mate coming out and he had a little a transistor radio, you know, those kind of things, uh, you know, the very small ones. And he said, oh, Man City have just, oh, no, I think you might have said they've won. And I always remember that thinking, oh, I was looking forward to the FA Cup final because I was only seven yeah. when the last one was. And now now I'm 10, I'm, you know, there's a chance I could go. So absolutely gutted. John Bond, very gracious in, in victory. He was, this is yeah. like you say about John Bond. No, yeah. I think he was, you know, the game, I think he said, you know, the game could have gone. Yeah, could have gone either way. They got the breaks, I think. Um, yeah, the most disappointing. Yeah, the game ends and the most disappointing, I think, I've ever... I've got to say, probably ever after a town game. I've, I've done it as many more lower points than that. Just absolutely gutted. All right, there was a semi-final in 75, Clive Thomas. So I was I then 12, 13, 12, 13, which, yeah, that was disappointing. But not like this, because, you know, you again, you would just assume that I will win that at least... Yeah, we've got Wembley, even if we are now struggling in the league. And yeah, we always, we've got Wembley to look forward to. Yeah, it's just taken away from it. It's a tough one to take that. And what, what I like is Bobby Robson's quote was a kind of like a continuity for, for this pod as well. So he said, uh, we feel we let people down badly, especially ourselves, uh, but also our fans. But there's no time for crying about this defeat because we have to start thinking about coming back here on Tuesday yes, and winning. Incredible. So Tuesday, we're at Villa Park again. Villa are trolling us by sticking David Geddes on the front David of the Geddes, program. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it is. Yeah, look yeah. at that. Um, yeah. So that, that's the program cover. Um, now, uh, I've, I've written a note down here, but I can't remember what that means now. So we'll just move on to that. I mean, look um, at the so crowd. I mean, look at the crowd, for God's sake. 47,500 with, with few town fans there. No. Did no. you go? No. No, I didn't. No. No. Um, the only change uh, is McCall in for the injured BT, and um, you know that that was it really. So we're, we're back to our strongest eleven now. Reading the notes and looking at what was on the on, on YouTube and stuff, Villa have already have already won the league in in their opinion. You know that they're, they're kind of celebrating prematurely, um, and pundits are writing the town off after the FA Cup defeat. So lo and behold, in the fifth minute, uh, is it Ken McNaught? He yep. um, there's a high ball going through and he just gets caught out badly and it bounces. He doesn't realise that Mariner's there and Mariner kind of nips in and, and somehow toe pokes it or ricochets off McNaught to Brazil and he fires it in the back of the net. Five minutes, we'll 1-0 up. That's exactly what we needed, I think. Yeah, I remember this was on the radio. I remember listening to it, our good old radio two or whatever it was, Brian Butler or the classic Peter Jones, the brilliant commentators. Yeah, I remember, I remember listening to it with Rami Mates, yeah. 
Yeah, fantastic. Um, and then Cooper makes some great saves in the first half, some really good saves uh, to keep it at 1-0 at half time. And then we head towards the end of the second half, uh, 80th minute. Mariner jumps on uh, Bremner's, Des Bremner's back pass, terrible back pass. You know, Mariner was all over this game, really. Runs yeah. towards the goal and then he plays a ball and it finds his way over to Gates on, on the right. <laughs> Who fires it in from the edge of the box? <laughs> he doesn't mess with it, does he? Absolutely lashes it in, doesn't Jimmy he? Jimmy Rimmer has no chance, and he does that little forward, somersault. Forward roll. Yeah, yeah forward roll, yeah. It's, yeah. It's a, what's the difference between a somersault and a forward roll? I think forward roll, you're actually intact with the ground, aren't you? Your head's intact with the ground. With somersault, you're not. Oh, you sort of flip on your feet, don't you? There you go. There you you're, go. you're up on your Olympic... Um, technical. Technical, yeah. Gymnastics. Um, three critique. minutes later, uh, Gary Shaw... Uh, Curl and shot into the top right hand corner. Good goal. That's a great goal, actually. Yeah, it's a yeah. brilliant goal. Lo- goal. Lovely Good hit. Play. Hell of a season, Gary Shaw. Uh, yeah. Town, town. You know the the Just game goes. Ninetieth minute. A result. What yeah. a result. Two one. Yeah. You couldn't ask for for any more. Um, let's have a look at the updated league table. West Brom are still in third and forty seven. We're on f- uh, fifty four with thirty seven. Only one point behind Villa now, who are on thirty eight. So suddenly. After looking like it was a disastrous... Uh, it's in our hands. It's back in yeah, our hands. Back in our hands. Bobby Robson said, we were as fresh as daisies and now the title race is wide open. It's Just brilliant. to let you know, if anybody wants to have a little bit of a quiz, I've got a note here that says, note, January 1980, AG space D1 FAC. I've no, I've no idea what that means now, Dave. January so, 1980. Yeah, AG. Um, D1 FA Cup. So it's something to do with FA Cup. Yeah. Um, January 1980. Uh, I remember going to see us play Bristol City in the FA Cup back then. I don't know. I might tweet about it later when I've worked out what it was. Uh, So then we come to back to Portman Rose, the 18th of April, three o'clock kickoff. Terry Neal's Arsenal. Now, one of the things that's interesting about this tie was at this point, we were the two only two teams in the top flight to have been um, unbeaten at home. So that's worth noting that before we... Before we move on, um, Paul Cooper, um, he receives the Player of the Year trophy yeah. from, from Pat Jennings. In fact, if I pick one of the programmes a bit, I think it's a Southampton programme, there he is. So there that is. happened on this day against Arsenal. Look at that, that um, programme's pristine stat. Pristine, oh, look at these it. These are all in little Polly Pockets. I had Have to bring them out. Have you got every one from that season? League no. game? No, oh, yeah. I've, they're, they're not, not many that I haven't got, but no, I haven't. Uh, let's have a look at the mascot, page five. Um and the mascot is uh, a girl, which is always uh-huh. good. Yeah. Claire, Claire, and she, but she's not from Ipswich. Uh, Claire King of eight. Blimey, let's have a look at that. Kilda Mori Close, Colchester. Um, and Lots there she is. Lots of support from Colchester. Yeah, well, I think every, everybody in Colchester sees town as their, their main yeah. team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. St. John's, um, yeah, yeah. So, uh, Cooper's in goal, and the, the only other change is that O'Callaghan's in for the injured Tyson. He picked up a groin strain uh, in that game at Villa Park. Um, the, the, the thing that... The, the worst thing about this is, is the first goal. I've, got, I've just got to say to it, you know, it's a controversial goal. It, it's, it's a brilliant goal. Peter Nicholas, Nicholas yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Recent signer for Arsenal from one of the he Palace. was one of those he was one of the players Venables Crystal Palace the fabled team of the eighties that never quite lived up to their name. Frank Stapleton does some great work just in front of the the, the corner flag by the Churchman's end. Um, bit reminiscent of Franz Tyson in his dribble and he gets the ball back to the edge of the penalty area 
and Nicholas absolutely fires it in and you watch it and you go, great goal. And then you hear John Watson or whoever saying, it's offside, it's offside. And then what starts is the bit where you think it only happens now in the, in the Premier League, but, you know, suddenly the Arsenal players are pressurising the referee. He then goes and speaks to the linesman and the goal is given. Do you, were you there or were you still... Um, I think I was there that day, yeah, yeah. Um, a hot day, really hot day, I think I remember, yeah, I think I was in Churchman's right behind that Nicholas, it was a hell of a strike, it was one of those ones where Stapleton lays it back and the ball's sort of bouncing a bit and he just connects it perfectly on the up, and, you know, as it bounces up, he just hits a bloody laces on it and it absolutely rifles in, yeah, Cooper no chance, again, I don't think we're really at it that day, I can't remember many chances and stuff and Mariner had a header wide for an open goal from five yeah. yards but not not littered with chances and then, um, the capital Kenny Sansom who never very very great great fullback never scores pops up in the box with a header for Christ's sake but to be fair the only two people who are in the in, in the box is him and Paul Cooper I don't know where everybody else is how, how he finds himself up, you know, up the penalty spot yeah um that's that the end was of a... our run of 46 home matches unbeaten. Yeah, that, that 31... was a blow. I remember that being a blow. Really, really, yeah, shocker. Picking up the point, 31,000 are there to watch us play Arsenal. 25,000 are, uh, you know, as, as, as it's which always been a sort of Euro-sceptical town, would you say? <laughs> I, don't I don't know. I don't know, really. No, it's odd, isn't it? Yeah, so you only get 26,000 for midweek semi-final against Cologne and you end 31. Arsenal will always bring a lot, though, yeah. always. You know, back, I think I said on the last one, you know, Spurs, West Ham, Arsenal always bring a lot of spot, always a lot of trouble, a lot of trouble in and around the ground when London clubs came back in those days, lots of it. Um, so, yeah, that, that Arsenal would have bought a few thousand that day as well. Villa, we come off to hear that Villa have won at home against Forest um, and the title is now theirs to, to yeah, lose. To... Town are guaranteed a top two finish at this point, um, but the top three, so Southampton have back into third place on 47 with three games to go. We're on 54 with four games to go and Villa are on 57 with, with three. But you're right, you're right to say that there's only two points a game here. So we, we, we are definitely running out of games. Yeah. So we decide on Easter Monday. Well, we don't decide. I guess the fixtures come up with that. Whoever does that, they, they decided that on, on Monday that we were going to travel to Carrow Road to face 19th placed Norwich City, who were two points ahead of bottom of the bottom three. 26,000 are here. Um, how how big? Do you remember how how big this game was? Because you know it's kind of like title and relegation on the on the line. I, I, I sort of I guess I can. You know Norwich was fine against relegation and stuff. Again, out of the Robson book, he tried to get. He asked for a postponement. He wanted it postponed till the next day just to give the the players another day's rest. And not surprisingly, Ken Brown, manager of Norwich, um, and Norwich just wouldn't <laughs> wouldn't wouldn't have it. Um, yeah, but good also decision. the day up. But the interesting thing is, I mean, he talks about the next day. So this is played on Easter Monday, but on the Wednesday, we're back in Cologne. So <laughs> well, I, I, I say the next day. What, what did he say? And surprisingly, oh, he wanted to get it postponed, not the next day. Sorry. Yeah. Why did it yeah. postpone? But Norwich wouldn't have it. I mean, I don't know when the hell they were going to play it between then and the end of the season. But yeah, they wouldn't they wouldn't have it. And on the, and on a Eurovision note, um, guess what's just hit number one? Is it Johnny Logan's What's Another Year? No. No. Is it Bucks Fizz? Oh, yes. I can never decide which one it which one it is. I need to be making my mind up. It's the one. It is indeed. Um, it is. Well, Bobby would have been pleased. Apparently, you know, he, he was pleased to see in their act over in Dublin. Now, one of the things we talked about in 1981, and I tweeted this ages and ages ago, but we must never, ever forget about 
Norwich City, how well they did in 1988 one. And if you have a look at their programme, and if I put it at the top there, you will see that they were voted the second best programme. Ooh, look at that. Best programme the season before. Yeah, right. so, well, yeah, maybe they were disappointed that they got the well, second best programme. Absolutely. So maybe that's why they've got stars on their kit. I don't know. Um, so let's have a look at the team. Um, I don't know how long you've got for these these changes. So uh, Steggles comes in, and I've put him in for the injured gates, right? So that gives you a bit of an idea. I'd, I'd um, describe this team as makeshift. Go yeah. on. He's just thrown thrown the names up in the air, isn't he? Um, Osman and Butcher at centre-half. Mills then switches to left-back. Um, Parkin comes in. And you want to tell us a little bit about, about him? Tommy Parkin, you've played one yeah. of these players, a bit like Robin Turner, I think, yeah. also plays. who was around the squad for, like, seemingly years, but just played, well, probably a bit disrespect. He probably did play a few more in seasons to come, but really, I certainly seemingly around the squad for like 10 years and yeah. I don't think probably didn't play more than make more than 50 appearances I guess I might be doing him a disservice but I never played with him he ended up playing for um good player anyone I know locally played football with him so really obviously dropped down from the pro really good footballer played locally for Berry Town and Sunday mornings and so I think he played for might have been played for like BT's soft logic or whatever they called on a Sunday morning team I think yeah good 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 player but yeah um again you know, in for O'Callaghan, but, you know, filled in midfield where Tyson would have been, wouldn't have really put him in that, no disrespect to him, wouldn't have put him in that class. No, and McCall's obviously then had to switch from left back to, to midfield as well. Do you know, and this then, is the key. This, I, I think, no, we'll, no, we'll, we'll get to yeah. that and summarise. Go on, yeah. And then just before before the match, Mariner fails a, a, a fitness test on, uh, on his foot. And so Robin Turner comes in to replace him. And this is no disrespect to it. I tell you what, people often say to me, why don't you do a poll on who was the worst player to play for Ipswich? And I think, you know what, I could do, but whatever the answer is, that person will be 100 times better footballer than all of us. So we, I don't mean to giggle at, at Robin Turner coming in, but the fact that suddenly we were not replacing Paul Mariner with this 20-goal well, season Effectively, striker. you know, I know you said he's in for O'Callaghan, but effectively you're replacing Franz Tyson with Tommy Parkin and Paul Mariner with Robin Turner. Yeah. That sums it up, really. Uh, 11th minute, 10 of a chance. Butcher's header is cleared off the line by Joe Royal. Um, <laughs> and then a golden opportunity in the 36th minute. Turner is one-on-one with Clive yeah. Woods. Yeah. On the six-yard line, if Mariner was there, he would have scored it. But Actually, Turner, yeah. he hesitates. He hesitates and Woods managed to close him down. And we go in at half-time, nil-nil. And in the 62nd minute, again, <sighs> um, Justin it's... Fashion, a great player. I don't, I don't, it, but he appears offside to me. Um, but what I would it's say is, at the end ball. of the day, yeah. it's, not, it's not quite the same strike as his goal of the season, the season before, no. is it? Oh, my God. Whether he's offside or not, and he is offside, he still goes on and beats three defenders and Paul Cooper and, and toe pokes it past. He's near the, poke. yeah. it's, a hor- um, it's a horrible goal. So let, let's just swallow this one up now. So the, the final score was Norwich City 1, Ipswich Town 0. Bobby Robson said on the run of play, we should have won today. It was a pathetic way to concede and an important goal. Now, what I like about this is that Bobby Robson's language starts to change a little bit. And, you know, he wouldn't have said this at the beginning of the season. In fact, I'm not whether he was under a bit of pressure then. But to start, I never saw him as somebody saying what a pathetic way to concede a goal. But he was... I think he was, you know, Stat, I think he can see that he could see the season was slipping away and maybe yeah. it was his way of, of, you know, just giving the players that G up that I thought, you know, kick up the backside perhaps at the squad players that, 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 that they needed really, you know. Um, but then, oh, oh, go on, but then incredible, incredible bit of man management subsequently what happens before yeah. the next game though. 
Um, so Phil have drawn one one at Stoke. We find out. Um, Bobby Robson said at the end, you know, it looks like. The only way we can win the championship now is for, for Villa to give it away. He's still hopeful, but he cannot really see Villa handing it back to the game. Um, straight after the game, town fly from Norwich Airport to Cologne. I mean, they've got to be as flat as a pancake, haven't they? Really, honestly, you know, they're pro- effectively, they realise the league is probably, the league is gone. It's out of the well out of their hands. But at this stage, the league is gone. Um well, an update. And, to yeah, the and, you, and you know they go, they're going to Cologne, and you know everybody I know. I remember I didn't go to Cologne, but you remember thinking, oh, have we not? You know, we're just going to come out this season with nothing. How, how have we managed that? Yeah, we managed to do this. You know, so if you were looking times. at looking at your phone on the plane back in 1981, um, you see that Town were in second, 54 points with three games to go, and Villa were four points ahead with two. So yeah, um, we head to the Mungersdorfer Stadium. Mungersdorfer. Uh, Bonoff and, and, and Zimmerman uh, are back in. Um, so you made a reference about his, his man management. Do you want to talk about that? Or was that yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, it was almost Clough-like, wasn't it? Yeah. You know, you hear Clough doing things like that, but the, I think they arrived there and he realised the players are flat and, you know, instead of training and things, he takes them to a theme park, I believe. It's sort of well-documented. He takes all the players in the squad to a theme park. And as it turns out, he said, you know, that was absolutely brilliant, just what the players need, a day off, some fun. And um and seems to re-energize them so as, as much as anything and well, well well most of them but but he he received some some letters from the parents of Eric Gates and Laurie Civil who couldn't get on all of the rides which was, which was disappointing for them yeah. Um, yeah but yeah like I said Bonoff and Zimmerman are back in uh, Towns team fortunately Tyson's back in for Parkin and Mariners back in for for Turner and I, I did wonder at that point whether the players are starting to pick the games now let's pick the games do you know what I think he realises even for that that Monday you know the game on the Monday at Norwich you know that yeah he is thinking you know he's got his eyes out somewhere one nil ahead you know we've got a good chance of going through realistically the league's gone I think he I think he's almost conceding it there isn't he I think so um a lot of talk before the game that this could be really tough for town uh you know they'll have to be at their their very best and you know Mariner and Tyson are, are both playing with pain-killing in injections. Um, first half, well, I don't know. Let's go straight to the goal. Uh, header, uh, Butcher from Mills, free right, kick. Do, yeah. do, I mean, it, do, what surprised me was that how many free kicks Mick Mills took. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Do you know what? You never really saw, considering the, the brilliant left foot he had, I can't remember Murin taking free kicks in swinging free kicks like you would see nowadays where you know the player would aim like Beckham used to or seen him score Paul Moreau like where they'd aim for the far post get it just inside that corridor there never really saw Murin thinking about it all the free kicks I saw Murin were actually from his natural left side so yeah Mills great delivery and oh, sort of Butcher comes in sneaks in on the blind side just a great header in it right in the corner I mean what a what a result what an absolute incredible result in some ways I think I'll put it in my notes is that's probably the most impressive result of the whole season, isn't it? Put it in the context. From what's got... OK, no, let's put St. Eddie... Senate, Senate, OK, well, yeah, yeah, let's put Park part, to one part side. Part four. Part but, four. Yeah, I mean, yeah. just incredible. Incredible result, considering just been knocked out of the yeah, FA Cup semi-final. Um, effectively lost the league. Worse still at, at, at your arch-rivals at yeah. Norwich up the road who are just about to be relegated or on the cusp of being relegated. What a result. What a result. 
no, I don't necessarily agree with you because I think Saint Etienne is, but I think you make oh, a no, valid no, no, point about put that to one side. Of course, where we were, yeah, where, where we were at that point, yeah, yeah. in the season, fifty-five thousand in the Mungersdorfer Stadium. I think, yeah, reading about that again, I think um, obviously that was back in the days when the British Army had a big, big sort of um, uh, presence in Germany back then, and I think they had a lot of. It's only eighty-one, uh, not forty-five. Well, yes, yeah, okay, so that, yeah, okay. Um, they had a, um, they had um, a big presence from, um, yeah, of British fans who obviously picked up and followed town from around the area there. Good for them. Bobby Robson said this makes up for the setbacks we've had at home recently, Incredible and he stuff. singles out. Uh, and he didn't do that very often. I didn't look throughout the season, but he singles out Terry Butcher for his his all round play. You know, he was also immense in in defence. Just become so just much become an England regular at that point, hadn't he? So we've we decide then. Well, uh, you know, that's, so that's the so we're in the UEFA Cup final, and then on the Saturday, you know, it's just uh, just the way the fixtures come. But we play Man City, who who had just knocked us out. I don't know probably about four days ago, about a couple of weeks before in the, in the FA Cup semi-final. So we, we welcome them. Um, Franz Tyson uh, has won the Football Writers Player of the Year to go alongside John Walks Player of the Year. Swept the board, didn't we? I think exactly. we were like one, two, yeah. three. Incredible. Don't think but it's been done since. I may more importantly, um, they managed to get B.A. Robertson. Um, <laughs> ask your parents who he is on the front cover there. <laughs> Who was he really? Was he like a, a Scottish a, Scottish singer, Scottish pop singer? Yeah, had, had records in the charts. Um, B. A. Robertson, Bang Bang was one of them. I seem to remember that was a question on Popmaster the other day, actually. Um, there you go. Calling the captain. That was another one. Yeah, he had, he had a few few top ten hits that in the old hit parade back in the day. Certainly hasn't played at the Gaumont though, so that there's one thing. I reckon he probably. I wouldn't be surprised if he did. Old B. A. Robertson, but uh, maybe not. Uh, the you'll be pleased to know that we've got a. Um, uh, mascot who's from Ipswich. Uh, he's seven-year-old Jason Scales. Ring any bells? Okay. Yeah, and he was from 20, 20 Hardwick Close, Rushmere Park, Ipswich. That's right. That's bloody hell, it's just over there. Seriously, just oh, I'm putting over there. It's just over there, mate. What, it would take once? me from from here to from here Hardwick Close would literally take me two-minute walk just over that way, mate. No, Through the drift and up, near, no. right near Broken School. Number yeah. twenty. Have a, well, have have a look. Have a, have a knock on the door yet? He, he looks. He looks like this. Jason Scales. Jason Scales. Scalesy. Let's have a look. Right. Yeah. I'll go. I'll, I'll go and have a look. I'll go and knock see if he's still there. His parents reckon, might still I be there. I reckon he is. Um, no surprise that um, O'Callaghan and Turner come in for Tyson and Mariner, who have got reactions to the painkilling injections that they had on on the Wednesday. Um, so just a quick update on the team, uh, just so we know we are. So we've got Cooper, Steggles, Osman, Butcher, McCall. Uh, O'Callaghan, Walt, Muren and Mills in midfield at this point. So Mills has gone into midfield at Turner and Brazil, but I'm, I'm not quite sure about all of those midfield possession uh, positions. Uh, the only goal of the game, Butcher, uh, uh, Walk centres for Butcher and he sends yeah, a fairly, glancing header. I remember quite a, sort of almost carbon copy of his goal at Old Trafford. He scored a, yeah, a few goals towards the end of the season. His goal at Old Trafford and probably his goal in Cologne as well. Yeah. Um, again, I remember it being a horrible day, rain, Heavy pitch, awful. Yeah, yeah. And then you walk off to hear that Villa have won three 0 at home to Borough. Um, means they only need a point now from their last game at Arsenal. So we're yeah. hopeful because obviously Arsenal haven't been beaten at home all season. Um, and Town need to beat 14th place Borough and sixth place Southampton at this point. So it's not. It's, it's not always not of... lost because Arsenal. I mean, Arsenal have been, as we say, hanging around the top, top three. Well, they still are. Yeah. 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 
Bird. You'd be pleased to know um, that uh, our players are still doing well internationally. So in between that game and the game at Middlesbrough, oh. um, Russell Osman's in a World Cup qualifier. I think England play Romania. Muren's in one, a World Cup qualifier. And then to add things into the mix, Kevin O'Callaghan wins his first cap and a friendly for the Republic of Ireland. Um, so then we go to Middlesbrough. No, 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 Should no. Shall we start off with the programme? Oh, God, I know you want to see any of it. Is that old Fozzy? Is that Foz number five there with his trademark headband? It is, isn't it? Yeah, Before Brian. he went on to uh, Radio Suffolk, um, drive time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Foz, yeah, yeah, yeah. There he uh, is. Let's pick the team. Uh, Gates comes in for O'Callaghan and Mariner comes in for, for Turner. Now, this is, a, this is a game where your transistor radios must be there. Yeah, you, you, you go into a game knowing that it doesn't matter what we do, we, it probably won't be enough just because of the gap. But you still think, as they say in Dumb and Dumber, so you're telling me there's a chance. So there's some people going there, very, very hopeful. Um, I, I think the crowd was rubbish, 15,000. Um, half time, let's just go, go straight to half time. Mariners scored, we're 1 0 up. And I, I don't know if you, do you know the score at half time at, at Highbury? Uh, did I know then? Uh, well, I don't know. It's, uh, they were 2 0 down. Yeah, 2 0 yeah. down. It was a game over. I think. I've got a feeling Brian, Brian McDermott might have scored. The old um, manager Brent, might have scored. Yeah. So you look at it and suddenly you think, well, hang on. If, if the result it's stays on. as it is, it's it on. is on. We've it's just got to beat Southampton. South yeah. um, all to play for. And I've just put my notes. And then town fall apart. It's a complete mystery. I, I want to talk to you about fatigue. I want to talk to you about bottle. I want to talk to you about this guy whose name I will never, ever, ever forget. I think again, I was at the, the I was outside Martins at Stoke Park Precinct when I heard <laughs> no, the name Bosco Jankovic twice. Villa lose 2 0 at Arsenal. Yeah. The title's theirs. Yeah, I, I don't know, mate. I, yeah, it's just all caught up, all caught up with this, didn't it? Um, yeah, unexplainable. I think it's. I think only twice. I think I got this right. Only twice did we lose. Uh, you know where we were all season and we lost. Position, I think yeah. one was at Old Trafford, and I think this was the second game. There was obviously yeah. games where we were ahead and drew, but actually got beat. Um, yeah, I, I just I think fatigue. Everything just caught up with us. Fatigue. Everything else. I think really, really did. The key, and I'm saying it now. I think the key to the whole season was Burley's injury. Burley's injury at um, Burley's injury at Shrewsbury that put him out for the season. I think that was a key because McCall was so... McCall was a great squad player and so versatile. But I think all those games where... I know, again, no disrespect to him, where Steggles had to come in when Mills was injured. You know, Burley barely, other than that season, barely missed a game, for Christ's sake. You know, um, he was the real long-term crushing blow, really, because McCall was so versatile and he could come in and play left-back. He could come in and do a job. No, he wasn't a Murin or a Tyson, but he could do a job, certainly a job in midfield as well. And, yeah, that, that, for me, that was the... That was the oh, and obviously the amount of games, but that was the key. And, yeah, again, I can remember, I think I was over Chantry Park, I was doing something that day with a transistor with my mates, and, pff, yeah, just uh, unbelievable, really, just all, all fell apart. Uh, Bobby Robson said at half time it was made for us because I had a feeling Arsenal would hold on to beat Villa but now we have no choice but to concentrate on the UEFA Cup final now this isn't the final league table um, Arsenal are, are on 53 points they've played all their games we're on 56 with one game to play and Villa are on 60 played all their games so Villa are crowned as champions but we've still got one more league game so I want to come back to the league a little bit later so we then move um, 
<laughs> four days season. later, four days later what to our sixty fourth ah. game of the season. George Kessler's AZ67 yeah. Algmar. Good team. The crack, the crack Dutch side. I think they just won the Dutch league by loads of points, haven't they, I think? It probably says it in the programme somewhere. Um, hey, let me just have a look at the programme there. There's Butcher in, in Cologne in the Muggersdorfer Stadium. Um, looks like a, a smiling Bobby Ferguson just, yeah, just there. Is, yeah. um, let's pick the mascot up while we're here. And his name's Richard Lee of Millsale, Middle Lane. Horndon on the Hill in Essex. I know what that is. And there's right. another another mascot whose favourite player is Paul Mariner. Yeah. Horndon, I don't even know what that is. Paul Mariner, yeah, okay. yeah, brilliant. I think they probably pronounce it without the H's in it, I'd say. Um, Horndon on the Hill, I reckon <laughs> that's what we know. Um, the, the change that we've got is... Well, actually, I want to go back before we talk about the team. You mentioned about Burley. And we lost Mills for, for little periods of us. But was George Burley, you know, Mills could go left back, right back, left midfield. Was George Burley, in my mind, was just a right back? Yeah, he was, but he was so good. Such yeah. a good, such a good player. You know, both defensively, um, never got, never saw him get taken to the cleaners by anyone. So good defensively, so good going forward, so consistent. Um, yeah, massive, yeah, a, a big loss. Yeah, okay, yeah, merely Mills Mills could slot in there, but then Mills missed a lot of games. Yeah, Burley never missed games, he just didn't. And Mills didn't, Christ, look how many games Mills played. But it just, yeah, it's just that hole that just couldn't really be filled. And then, you know, say Burley had been fit, Mills had been fit, Tyson's out, Mills goes into midfield. You know, Mills plays in midfield. You know, yes, not a Tyson, but obviously doesn't could do an adequate job. It just all just didn't quite, we just didn't quite have the squad. Didn't quite have it. Um, but we're lucky enough that we go to the UEFA Cup final, which is our only piece of silverware left. Um, with, um, oh, there's some pictures of uh, them at the, uh, you can see that at, at the fairground. I think there's a, there you go. There he is having some candy floss. There they are on there a, there you go, having a great coaster. time. Look, they just know they're going to get a result the next day, don't they? Look at they them. do. We're, we're lucky enough. Yes, yeah, so AZ67 uh, were top of the um, a River Eredivisie uh, ahead of Utrecht, Feyenoord and Ajax. Looked like they were going to win the league. I think there was 30 games in it. Yeah, they won it by about 11 points. I mean, they so were we dominant. Were, we were very lucky in how we had been with the season about changes to the team that we actually ended up with our strongest Strongest eleven again, you know, with the call in, in the in again, the absence of Burley. Again, obviously, that I think again, you know, they could Robson could see probably the writing on the wall, and that's you know, you see that was all really had left to play for. Uh, so obviously, a few more people thought the game was important, so we we just got uh, twenty seven and a half thousand at, at Portman Road for a UEFA <laughs> Cup final. I just don't know, maybe some seats and that were taken out for I don't know dig, UEFA dignitaries or something. Ten thousand or whatever. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. You know, what was the capacity? Well, we had, I don't know. Well, I'd be interested to see what the biggest crowd of the season was. Probably 32, probably, was it? I don't yeah. know. 31, 32. I could look we at the said Arsenal. It was yeah. 31 for that for the Arsenal game, wasn't there? Um, yeah, odd, isn't it? I don't know. I think that's, I think that's probably why, you know, because there were dignitaries or something like that, that the crowd was cut down. I'm not sure. John John Walk scores his um, obligatory uh, penalty in the in the first half, 28th minute. Yeah. Um, I'm never going to be able to look through all of these attendances oh, no, in, that, no. in, that, in that time. Um, second half, uh, Tyson is, is a great goal from Tyson. I, I like this goal. In the 46th minute, he puts his header over the keeper after it comes back to him. Um, the nice thing, 
the nice thing about that goal is quite funny about that goal is this it's on it's on like midweek so again UEFA Cup final you know guys back in the day it's not shown live um so it's on um lo- uh, midweek soccer special and I remember coming home and, he, and again you can see the footage of this Jerry Harrison is interviewing the local Anglian guys is interviewing Bobby Robson as he walks down the touchline as he comes out of the dressing room for a second half just as Tyson <laughs> Yeah. Just as Tyson scores, and he sort of commentates. So, oh, well, there's 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 number two, Bobby. Oh, thanks very much, Jerry. Yeah, yeah. I just missed it. Yeah, yeah. Um, Mariner wraps it up three nil. Uh, a close range effort. Um, Bobby Robson said it was our last chance to end the season on a high, and I kept telling the players that, and we did it in style. Now, what happens is that we have an unusual break because on the Saturday is the FA Cup final. I don't. How have the town players have felt? You know, Spurs versus Man City. Uh, I don't know. I, I watched it. I can remember watching it. It wasn't a very good game. The replay was a fantastic game. Yeah. Obviously, I watched the cup final with that. But, yeah, again, you can help thinking that that should be, should be us. Should uh, be even, us. And then even, even more sad news, two days later on the 11th of May, 1981, Bob Marley died. Yeah, bloody hell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's always a lot going on around about that time. Around about that time... Um, I can remember was the uh, well, it was a precursor that time of the the summer riots for God's sake in '81. Um, you know, all over inner cities, or Brixton, Toxteth, and yeah, all around the inner cities. And also, um, it was the time of the hunger strikers in Northern Ireland. So Bobby Sands and oh man, it was political, all all going on with um, you know, obviously politics and Thatcher and the you know what was going on in Northern Ireland, what was going on in the inner city. So it was, uh, yeah, uh, interesting times, interesting times. And they probably, you know, managed to, you know, obviously 65 games for Ipswich. They were probably talking a lot about town, uh, you know, that a lot of these stories that you said ne- never came on my my local news. They were saying they were off to Portman Road where Ipswich are going to entertain Southampton, Laurie McMenemy, Southampton, in an absolute nothing game for Ipswich, but nothing in a huge so. game for Southampton. They, they've got to win and hope that Liverpool win the European Cup, which will mean that they'll qualify for, for the UEFA Cup that season. Oh, well, yeah, I mean, Town have been in that similar position in years before, yeah. hadn't they? Bloody hell. OK, yeah, yeah. So we've, we've seen this programme already, um, which yeah. is the one at Southampton. I'll just take you straight to the, the mascot, and his name's Robert Day. Um, not another one from it. So you should, I think that you should, you should, should you just be from it, switch if you're a mascot? I think you should. Yeah, exactly. And that, that's still, that's still the rule. So anybody who's from somewhere up North, I don't care. You, you're born in it, switch. You can be a mascot. If you're not, then support another team. Um, Robert Day of Fenside farm, Padney road, Wiccan near Ely. Okay, Ryan a Fens boy. Who's his favourite player, Stat? Paul Mariner. I say Paul Mariner. He, 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 he can't even get him in there. He's, he's quite a line for, um Paul Mariner. Yeah, yes. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'll, I'll have to tweet a photo of, of, of his photo. Um, now, town, uh, two changes. Parkin and DeVray come in. DeVray for Mariner and Parkin for Tyson. Uh, but this game, like like I said at the beginning, set it up is is all for Southampton. I remember going. Uh, I remember going. We were like they blown us away within twenty minutes. I think. Yeah, three 0 down after twenty one minutes. Keegan and and Moran scored two. Sorry, Se- uh, then Brazil Keegan. got one. Sorry, Keegan. Sorry, Keelan. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 I, I forgot. I, I forgot Sorry, that he, he 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 left. So he went to Southampton from from Liverpool and from from Norwich. <laughs> 
Via Hamburg. Via <laughs> Hamburg, yeah. So, yeah, Kevin Keelan and Doug Moran scored uh, two. Uh, Brazil scored one in the 26th minute. Who was it? It's Steve Moran, isn't it? Steve Moran, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. and in the 41st minute, uh, Walkie gets one back. So, we're going at half-time 3-2. The Ipswich public uh, have just turned their back on the club now. You know, at their lowest point, we've got oh! less than 20,000 there. I remember, I remember, I remember sort of going there. Yeah, just um, yeah, yeah. I've got a midweek game. Always went to midweek games. Yeah, um, uh, interesting names in that Southampton side. You got again four England captains there: Keegan Shannon, Ball, Dave Watson. Um, similar, I think there's the famous team, isn't it? Which has about five or six England captains with Shilton and when Mills goes. Spoiler alert! Yeah, a couple of seasons after. Yeah. But they had Pete, Peter Wells was in was in goal for no yeah. me, me neither. Bobby Robson said uh, we were in disarray at the back for a while, and I've told the players if they make the same mistakes next week against AZ, uh, the same could happen. So I hope they think about that. So we finished the league season. Got to this... say a great number one stat. You're going to like this. A great number one. Is it Bucks Fizz? No. So they no, dropped that. Oh, no. I'll tell you who I think it could be. Go on. They were about the biggest band around at the time. I'm going to have a guess because I think I might have that. Yeah, I'm going to say, was it Prince Charming by Adam and the Ants? Close, close it was. Stand and deliver. Stand and deliver. Did that come first, (laughs) did it? Uh, Great stuff. Great stuff. Brilliant. Let's look at the league table and whilst I'm I'm humming that in in my mind. Sorry, go yeah, Arsenal finished third, um, fifty-three points. Obviously beat us at, at Portman Road. Uh, we finished second on fifty-six. And Villa, Villa doing the running, yeah, great yeah. running, yeah. Sixty. Now here's a question for you. We, we talk about this, right? And you know, Villa won the league, and we always talk about you know how did they win the league. You know, we beat them three times. We beat them in the FA Cup. We beat them twice in the league. But this is the point I'm going to put to you now, right? Go on. They finished four points ahead of us. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But we took four points off them. Ignore the games between us and them. They took eight points more off their opponents than us. They yeah. they were a better team in the league. It's it's a hard one. So of course look, the stat the yeah. stats show they were a better team. Um, I did some digging. Yes, I thought I was just out of interest because we all know that they only played what forty five, forty six games across the whole season. So we played effectively twenty one, twenty two, whatever it was, twenty twenty one, twenty two games more than them. And I thought, do you know what? I've never done this. So just sadly, I would look up their season appearance records, player by can player. I, can I just say, it's not sad doing that. that that's no, what I do, sorry, that's what I do no, every no. night. <laughs> no, no, yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, 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 and it, it's just freakish, mate. So seven players, um, Rimmer, Kenny Swain, Ken McNaught, Dennis Mortimer, Des Bremner, Gordon Cowens, Tony Morley, ever present. Didn't miss a game. Um, Gary Shaw, 40 games. Lee games, missed two. Alan Evans, 39, missed three. Peter Wythe, 36, missed, okay, six games. And the left the left back was shared between um, Gary Williams and Colin Gibson, who played 22 and 21 games, apparently. Only other players that played, David Geddes played nine games. And a, and a player, I vaguely remember, called Eamon Deasy, played nine games. Just unbelievable. I mean, and you, you know, you compare it with us, I mean, you could see the slog. So, obviously... Osman ever presents all 66 games, obviously 42 league games. Muren, incredibly, because you think of Arnold Muren, all right, he wasn't a, you know, he wasn't, he wasn't a, you know, a, a, you know he wasn't a, a robust sort of midfield player, you know, very, very slight in that. 41 games, only missed one game. Um, yeah. Butcher, 40, all the, all the cup games. Butcher 40, Butcher um, 40, 
I think walk 40, then you get Mariner 36, Brazil 35. This is a crucial one. France Tyson 31 league games, Mills 33. Just all caught up with us, mate. We just didn't have, just did not have the caliber of players in the squad to, to you know, to really fill in at the crucial times. Not the saying the players that came in, like Steggles, I remember coming in doing a great job, doing a really good job. Um, obviously, McCall was fantastic, but yeah, other fringe players just, yes, we just didn't quite have it. Two two players short, and I think that Burley injury was was the big one, really was. A, a perfect storm for Villa. You know, their oh. their their key key um, competitors to win to win just, the league. Getting uh, are involved in everything. Yeah, all these games. Um, yeah. And I think you made a really good point. Had we lost that third round game to Villa, I think we win the league. Yeah. I honestly think we win the league. I know it's only, well, okay, it's a replay against, I'll go expose me. Well, no, no more than that. Replay yeah. against Rosby, replay against Forest, uh, game and extra time against Man, at Man City. It, it, Villa knock us out of the cup. I think we win the league as well. I really yeah. do. And, and, you know, you can't say it might have happened again. You know, we wouldn't have the game at Shrewsbury. Very dry, bumpy pitch where... Burley does his crucial crucial knee. It's all I know. It's all whiffs and butts, but big, big factor that. And but at the time, and 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 you've said it before, and you were quite right, and a really good observation that oh, Dave, you know, it's a squad game. You know, couldn't he rest these players? It just didn't. It just no. didn't happen in those days. Yeah, uh, uh, you know, Villa. And let let's not forget that that we lost a team, and we lost against a team who was going to win the European Cup. Oh, credit to Villa for God's yeah. sake, they were a good side. I mean, yeah, exciting side. You know, like yeah, the winger Morley, brilliant, absolutely brilliant. Oh, well, we had this funny conversation about that. I mean, brilliant up front. You know, with great hold up, sure. Um, Cal, good, good, solid side. Well managed by you know Ron Saunders, you know, strict sort of disciplinary, disciplinary sort of manager. But yeah, really got them going and. Yeah, I think it's. Uh, I think that reflected on well on us that you know it took the the next season European champions, and, but it's just a freakish season. I mean, look at it, seven players ever presence just off the scale, off the charts, isn't it? Um, well, one and you look back that... at you're right. And look at you. You made that point about some of the games and some of the points lost, and you look at like okay, Brighton away, you lose first game. Okay, first game of the season. Yeah, first game we lose. I think Brighton. Villa lost at Brighton. Did they? Okay. Um, West Brom home draw, Leeds home draw, Man U away, you're leading, you lose, and uh, the big ones, Norwich away, and it that's the big one. Yeah, the Norwich away is definitely, and and you're right. Um, apart from I think Liverpool away, what I would consider to be the the big games that season, Villa got more points against five or six teams than than we did, um, and I think that was. Probably yeah, just... it's interesting. Yeah, some of those, some of those teams. Yeah, we I look and see well, how many teams did we double, and it weren't really that. It was obviously a few, but not that many, you know. Um... But let, let's head, let's head over to Amsterdam <laughs> for sure. We're off to the Olympic Stadium uh, against. Uh, I, I want to do all this bit in in, in Dutch, but I won't. Uh, George Kessler, Steve yeah. McLaren speak. Yeah. Um, now the the important thing here is that we go into the UEFA Cup final. Is second leg. It's our 66th match of the season um, that we we don't mess things up. We, we score an early goal and we calm our nerves. And I think this is what we're going to look for. It's the same team as the first leg. Uh, Tyson's back in for Parkin and Mariner for De Vray, like you say, who are being tactically rested now for, for these games. Those two are obviously carrying carrying an injury yeah. throughout. I've got the um, I've got the, the program. Oh, look at um, that. that pristine. Look at that. Beautiful. Yeah, I don't... Just, he just bought it yesterday. Look at him. And it, it's got... 
it's got bits in Dutch and bits in English, which is quite ah, good. But yeah. that does mean that you, you're paying full price for half half a program that you can't <laughs> read, and unless you can you can read Just Dutch. Dutch. Yeah. Uh, so let's go through the team: Cooper, Mills, Osman, Butcher, McCall, Gates, Tyson. How, how, does, how would you say Tyson in Dutch? Tyson. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, Walk, Muren, Mariner, and Brazil. Twenty-eight and a half thousand there. Did they not know it was a UEFA Cup? Maybe they've given up. I thought the Olympic again, Stadium. The, the game, that's, that's a very good point because the game. Christ knows how much their stadium held because they moved it to the Olympic Stadium, didn't yeah. they? Yeah, yeah. I don't know and what the capacity knew. was. No, with seven thousand town fans there, so 25 percent of the the ground or the the, the 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 attendance was was Ipswich fans. Did you go? No, I'd be interested to hear, but from people who did go, I'd, I'd like to know about the atmosphere, particularly after four minutes. Uh, Gates's corner, uh, the ball come comes out to Tyson, and he he rockets it in. It, you know, right. one nil on the night, four right. nil on aggregate. Okay. We've Done literally got Done. two two hands on that trophy, haven't we? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Seven minutes later, um, uh, and I tell you what, you watch this game, and I remember him more from playing for I think Nottingham Forest, Spurs. But, Spurs? Did he, he not play for Johnny Johnny Metod? Metod? Spurs, yeah, he just took the game over, didn't he? Absolutely took it over for a Did time. Did he score that free kick against Forrest then when he scored that, you know, <laughs> in, yeah, that's what I'm thinking about Forrest, yeah. Barring Brilliant it, play, it? yeah. Um, Cooper came early. Uh, I'll tell you what, the other thing I've got to mention is Paul Cooper's kit. Fantastic goalkeeper's kit he's wearing for, for the final. You, green. It, yeah, but it's got like a very dark sort of top part of the, the jersey there you have to look at that, that. yeah um, that. he came early met god uh, are we going to go with met god or met odd in this met hog met all right okay. met hog now met god yeah met god of course he was yeah i'm glad because the other bits it took me about, it was about, yeah um cooper came johnny early met to johnny met god um but he's out of position and all he does is float it over and and velsel um heads it in one one velsel yeah yeah uh then um they hit, Veltzel hits the, the woodwork. Uh, so 24 minutes, uh, Met God, uh, uh, Peter's cross, Met God headers it in. So I'm trying to keep up my notes. So it's with 2 1 down on the night, but we're still 4 2 on aggregate. And obviously, uh, AZ have got a score 5 on the night to beat us. Yeah. Um, but then, fortunately, uh, on the 31st minute, I think it's the goal that, that turns the tie. It doesn't stop the pressure. Uh. Uh, Muren's corner. Mariner flicks it on. Mariner flicks it on, and, and Walkie does that sort of side stretching volley. Trademark, isn't it? Trademark yeah. of the season, wasn't it? Christ and wage thirty sixth goal. My God, yeah. Also, he's fourteenth in Europe, which equals uh, Jose or Jose Altafini's record from nineteen sixty two sixty three. Here's a little fact for you: in nineteen sixty two sixty three, he scored fourteen goals in the European Cup, playing for AC Milan. Yes. One of the teams that he played against was Ipswich Town. And he failed to score against us in either That's right. Leg. That's right. Yeah. Incredible. He must have been so, prolific in the other games, for God's sake. Yeah, he did. Must have been. Um, and then, so we, we're thinking at half time that we'll go in 2 2. Be quite happy with that. Um, but in the 39th minute, Met God uh, continued to cause problems in the air, and the ball finally falls to Toll, who oh, yeah, drills it past yeah, Cooper. Finish. Yeah. So we are now 3 2 down and 5, five three. 3 on aggregate. Um, uh, a great save, and I've got to say, Paul Cooper. Look at the saves he's made. He's made two great saves: one from Velsel and a good header from uh, Peters. Um, and it's pressure, pressure all the time. You watch I mean, the we're just under there. We're really under the cosh here. I mean, they didn't show anything of that in the first. I guess for sure. 
it, it, you know, I kind of like to think of this as a as a, a heavyweight title fight. This is the twelfth round, and literally, we're out on our feet. Can, we, the, the seconds are shouting, just well, saying, hang it on. just just hang, hang on, on. Hang take on. it, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, seventy third minute, Yonker. What a brilliant free kick! What is Yonker's first name? Stonker. <laughs> is it? I won't even look. So Stonker Yonker. I think he's Yos Yonker. I think oh. I've got that right. Have I? I'll have a look. It will be in in the middle here. Yos um, Yonker. Yos Yonker. It's um, no Stonker. <laughs> it's Stonker Yonker. No, is is Yos Yos Yonker. He scores um, with 17 minutes to go from 30 yards. A terrific drive, and it's five four on aggregate. I remember um, again Robson saying in his book that um, they they're just playing like uh, there's no one in their half. They're just going for it. Brazil. Brazil's playing in, in their half pretty much on the yeah. halfway line. Just waiting for a breakaway, but we just can't get the ball out of our half. Um, and and if you do what what I do is then quickly fast forward to the bit where I I think John Watson says, oh, and I think Brazil is offside. Oh, when the whistle goes and we, and we we you know we we take the the four two uh, defeat, but the five four win on aggregate. Yeah, brilliant. I mean, bit bit of sweet that you lose on the night, but you know at least we've got something to show for. Yeah, what a season. I mean, they they'll. They just won't be. There'll never, ever, ever be another season like that. I mean, just incredible. And it was a whole culmination of building up to the season. You know, you could see the side evolving from the season before. You know, the brilliant 23 or whatever it was, match unbeaten run from the season before right to the end of the season. You know, you could see that this was building up 1980-81 to be the season for us. And, uh, yeah, it's, it's odd to say you come out of it, you, you disappoint. how good the season was. You come out of it disappointed. Christ, you win the UEFA Cup. But you're disappointed because it was on to win everything. It was on to win the lot. Unprecedented, but it really was. And yeah, just in the end, we just didn't have the squad to do it, unfortunately. Back, back in August 1980, how would you how would you rank the trophies if if you had said, you know, what would you and like the to win? Uh, the championship was everything. And Robson says that. That's his one yeah. regret in football, isn't it? Yeah, you want the championship. But yeah, back then, yeah, sadly, the UEFA Cup would come easily third behind the and everyone would say this behind the championship and the and the FA Cup comfortably but, but that's probably a view of of how important the FA Cup was back in 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 the 80s compared compared well, to again, now again like I said all right you didn't have the depth of squads and no one had the depth of squads but nobody no team rested any players for the FA Cup back in those days no well, way. We, we certainly didn't well, no, that, no one did no one did you know Liverpool Villa, no no one ever did no it was just yeah, and it's it's just a shame, isn't it? I see they're playing. I, I heard today that um, well, the FA Cup quarterfinal is going to start in end of June, is it? And I think the final scheduled for first of August. Did I read today? Oh, mate, I'm yeah, lose track with it all. That is, yeah, I, I I don't think no. The UEFA Cup, like you said, wasn't on TV. Um, Not live, I, no. I was probably listening to it on. It was Radio the first well, leg. Or... The first leg, like I said, was on Anglia in, in yeah. the evening, and the second leg, at least the second leg, was on the BBC uh, Sports Night with Coleman. Uh, yeah, it was on. It was on Sports Night with Coleman. Um, yeah, what, it's just brilliant. What, why on earth was um, Alan Brazil going up there wearing a, a like know. he's been at a spa and was wearing a, a dressing gown or he's, he's robe? He's either, yeah, no, that's a famous, famous picture. Um, and it, yeah, you spoke about it earlier. I can't remember much about it. was on this following Sunday, wasn't it? The, the 24th, sort of like the yeah. Parade. I can remember the weather being a bit iffy and stuff. But what I do remember, and you touched on this earlier, you saw pictures of it and stuff, that there was a lot of construction going on around about the Cornhill in those days. And 
mate, some of the lads were in the standing in the most precarious of spots on scaffolding like 40 or 50 feet up and on top of the old post office and on the on the top of the golden line and stuff. Great times. Brilliant. Before I show you a picture, I, th- I think we should, uh, you know, if you haven't got this book, oh, and whoever put this book together, it's fantastic. It's, it certainly helped. You must love that book, Stags. It's just different, isn't it? It's so. Oh, it is. And I want to show you a picture out of it. But obviously, the programs, uh, you know, I think Mel Henderson uh, was responsible for writing a lot in the, in the programs. And I came across this a while ago, um, which I really like, which is uh, Champions in, in Europe. Wow, um, I don't think great, I've ever seen that. Don't great think I've photos ever seen in that. there. But I've got a photo from that um, 1981, which I'm kind of hoping to, they won't get too much light. But if wow. you look, you can <laughs> see people on the. Yeah, look at it. <laughs> this is... I'll say, they're in a bloody on top of the chimney. So that's that's like where Lloyd's Bank is, isn't it? On the um, yeah, just near the yard. Oh yeah, there's yeah. the arch. Look. So back then, you still had. I'm pointing at the thing. They still had um, the old bus shelters there outside the town hall. So I'm sure people were standing on the bus. I was there somewhere. I think I'd shinned up a bloody. Um, Shinned up a lamp post or something like that. Oh, mate, look at that! Brilliant, absolutely great. brilliant. <clears throat> I remember a little bit about it. The 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 bus left Churchman's at two, and I think it was aimed to get at the town hall about quarter to quarter to three, and I think it took a little bit longer than that. But I remember standing on Civic Drive and and had a flag, and I've still got the flag, um, and, and waving that. And then bizarrely, my mum and dad having a not bizarre that they had a cine camera, but you know, a little camera that was oh wow. You know, and there's a little bit of, of me and my mum, we just walked down to Portman Road and as you did, walked in and we're standing on the pitch sort of waving the flag about it. That would never happen again. Um, uh, great days, man. You know, you know, I always harp on about that season. I've enjoyed sort of going through and reminiscing really. But yeah, bit of sort of sweet, bit of sweet memories as a town fan, really. Great that we came out with something to show for the season, but yeah, it wasn't a real prize that we wanted. You know, everyone wanted the league, especially Robson. That the league was the ultimate pinnacle. And you know, yeah, the UEFA Cup's one thing, and sure, we beat the likes of Cologne and you know St Etienne, but it, it wasn't the European Cup. Wasn't the European Cup the big one? You know, and who's to say that we win the league? We go on and you know emulate what Villa did the next season. But it does show you're right, and you're, we're right to acknowledge that what a you know class side Villa were. I think I think a lot would say to who who won the UEFA Cup in 1980 and who won it in 82. Sorry, who won what? Sorry, who won? Who it? won the UEFA Cup in 1980 and who won it in 82? I think it was German German side win it. In, not in, I don't know. Yeah, I think you're right. I think it was Eintracht Frankfurt. I think it was Eintracht Frankfurt. And yeah. uh, was it Gothenburg or something like that? I in think 82? you might be right, yeah. Gothenburg. I think you might be right. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, you have to either think of it really hard or look at it. Whereas in the in the European Cup, you you could think about it. But okay. again, we, no, we're, right, we're just a down. small provincial market town in East Anglia that went and to um, to Paris and beat Saint Etienne. Uh, <laughs> near enough Paris, you know, three one. <laughs> Where is Saint Etienne? Yeah, it's a bit. It's I think it's a bit, south, a bit bit south of Paris. I think. Yeah, look, it was it was brilliant days. You know, those days in Europe. Like I said. You know, just after I left school, really, all those, all those seasons culminated into wait, yeah, you went to left school. And I remember at the time, you know, you just, you, me and my school pals, and they just took it, we went to all the games and most of the games, stuff like that. Just took it for granted. Every season would be there. And yeah, we know subsequently what happens. You know, yeah, Robson agrees to stay another season, has another crack at the league. Doesn't, again, doesn't quite happen. Liverpool this time. Um, and then, of course, the side starts to break up. Mills goes. And then obviously Robson goes, then Mills goes, and then obviously we know the story about the 
the stand was built when, you know, the Pioneer stand was built and then all the players were on big contracts. And you can just see, sadly, how the side just slowly, slowly drifts away. But never take those memories away. What what a season. What a no, season. No, we, we are all rightly proud of how well we did. And it's just yeah. unfortunate that we had to play 66 games. And deserved more. Deserved, but, you know, incredibly, you know, you win the UEFA Cup. And how good the season was. We Probably the least we deserved. But, yeah, it just all caught up with us. And I don't think there wasn't the depth. You, you think you talk about squads and should we have squad players up? You just didn't have squad players in those days. You, these clubs just didn't have the depth of squad. I think you were perhaps players were more resilient. Of, of, you know, certainly the it was a more probably a more physical game because Christ, you could go right through players in those days, you know. But um, you just didn't have the depth of squads. I think, oh, I don't know. It's, it's an odd one, a really odd one. And like I said, you know, even internationals and stuff, no way would players ever, ever miss going away for internationals for a, you know, he's got a slight twinge, you know, we've got an important game coming up the weekend. Just wouldn't happen. So, um, yeah, um, would I say, you know, football, you know, you're, you're sort of clouded by your memories, you know, football always seemed better in those days. Yeah, surely probably weren't. It's fantastic football these days, but for me, it's a lot more sterile and it's just, it's just not the same, not the same. I'm an old I'm, fart stat. That's what it is. Old fart, but yeah, they, really they, 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 they were the you. days for me. Fantastic. Really and, uh, yeah, Don't take me wrong. We're just talking about 20 years of the playoffs and you know, what an experience that was and the, the season that followed that and then getting into Europe again. Absolutely brilliant. But yeah, it was, um, you know, the whole thing, you know, yeah, the whole thing with years before, you know, getting Bobby Rob, you know, Robson comes as manager and he slowly moulds these great three separate great teams together. Um, yeah, brilliant. Just, yeah, unforgettable. Uh, yeah. I, I, can I ask you a question? So when we when we start this week in ITFC history again next season, yeah, are, are you not going to go for all 1980-81 games? Pick <laughs> something different? Yeah, let's pick something different. I think we've done it. It's done now. Done now. I've cleansed myself of it, I think. Yeah, it's done. But, um, yeah, it's good. I, I'm, and I'm glad we should, I'm, I'm glad we, we spoke about that. We should give a lot of credit to Villa who were just, Fantastic, really. You know, I had, I had a lot, of, and I think even their supporters would probably grudgingly admit that a lot of, lot of luck with injuries. Only you know, you take a couple of key players, take certainly the winger Morley, probably the two midfield centre midfields, Mortimer and Bremner. You know, you get them to miss what on average would be four, five, six games a season. Different, probably different outcome. Probably different, totally different outcome. But yeah, that's, that's football Red for you. Yeah, it is, mate. So enjoyed it. Thanks for the opportunity, mate. Thanks for that. Your program collection is the second to none. Unbelievable. It'll Incredible. go back in. They'll I've, go back in the poly pockets. See, now. you won't. You won't like that. I've got several of those programs, but they're all dotted about my house somewhere. And they're all dog-eared. I mean, you just wouldn't like it. Yeah, I'd, I'd show them to you, and you'd, you'd, I think you'd be physically sick if you saw Palpitations, definitely. Yeah. Palpitations, yeah. but um, no, all good stuff, mate. And um, just to say again, we must come back to you. Your interviews you did with Magilton earlier on, absolutely fantastic. Anyone who hasn't watched them yet, you've missed out on a proper, proper treat because you were fantastic, but he was just unbelievable, wasn't he? Unbelievable. He, he, he made it very easy. In yeah. fact, the most difficult thing was not not saying saying anything. And actually, I miss him a little bit. I kind of miss. I kind <laughs> of miss. Sure he just get back. I need to come back and just shoot the breeze with his stat. You know, just get him on now and again. I want I want him to come back as as manager, so then we can like, do a part <laughs> part five or whatever. And anyone who hasn't watched my my which but in comparison, yeah. not quite such an epic. Tommy but Miller. It's, but Tommy Miller was just brilliant, wasn't he? How good great was he? Stories. <laughs> 
it's fantastic. I, I Have we missed tweet- anyone else? Let, let's say, uh, we haven't missed anybody else who's interviewed uh, anybody. Oh, we oh, certainly oh, should. Mikey, um, Matt, Mikey Holland. and Matt Holland was fantastic. Mikey and Matt Holland was brilliant. I mean, obviously Ben, Ben has been a little bit um, a few months, few well last season he did a brilliant one with Marcus Stewart. John O as well, again brilliant, brilliant value. Mikey's with Matt Holland. Well, Matt's his mate, and he's for God's sake. Yeah. So that was that was really good. That was really good too. So uh, now that's been enjoyable, and so yeah, look out for hopefully step possibly. Uh, uh, you know, a couple more, a couple more of those would, would be good, wouldn't it? Yeah. Fingers crossed. If, if only we could get someone from 8081. Hmm. We'll see. We'll see. On the subject of 8081, I must give a plug to my good friend, my good friend, Pat, Pat yep. Lewis, who's very much behind this, um, is um, in conjunction with the London Sporting Club. Um, it will be 40 years. Good God, that makes me feel old. 40 year anniversary of the UEFA Cup um, winning season next season. And I think, I haven't got the exact date, but I think it's sometime next May. Stats probably got it to hand. I think I think it's actually on the the date. It's actually on the date. Yeah. So, so I think it's in conjunction with Stephen Skeet and volunteering matters, and you you can get possibly they're involved. Yes, it's yeah. Pat is a member of the London Sporting Club. I've been to several. That's Ian, it, yeah. Ian Stafford is the guy that puts it to um, that's, that's putting it all together, and I think he's pretty much got everyone going from the eighty eighty one um, from the eighty eighty one team. So that will just be a fantastic night. I think it's at the it's at the Cop Doc um, at the Cop Doc Hotel, so yeah, I think I'll be going to that. So yeah, quite look. I know it's about a year away, but yeah, really looking forward to more reminiscing. Even though it is about 1981, uh, the we don't call the Ipswich Hotel what it was called in 1981, which was the Cop Doc Moat House. It is now the Ipswich Hotel, and it will be it will be on ah. the 20, It will be on the 40th anniversary of uh, of the to the day where we lifted the the trophy. Yeah, it's quite interesting that it says featuring Alan Brazil, Paul Mariner, Eric Gates, Terry Butcher, Russell Osman, John Walk, Arnold Muran, Franz Tyson, George Burley, Mick Mills. Oh, you're going to say. And others. Yeah. There's 10 names there and it's got George Burley. No disrespect to George Burley, but um, who we missed out from that? Definitely Steve McCall. Oh, you missed out Paul Cooper. And Paul. Let's finish it on that. <laughs> but I think only because he couldn't get hold of him. But I think um, I think he I think he managed to in the end. Yeah, I believe he, so. He was too busy playing golf in Spain, I think. So nice oh, a goal. Stat absolutely brilliant, mate. Um, we'll be back. Well, we should say we're part of the Blue Monday podcast. Um, part of the Blue Monday podcast, and uh, yeah, look out for more um, going out in in the in the future in this uh, sort of weird and wonderful season. Who knows? We may even be talking about games that are played behind closed doors soon. Stat, that'd be a bit weird, wouldn't it, mate? Something for the stat machine to to add oh. in. So yeah, superb, mate. Thanks a lot for that. Yeah, Cheers take care. The best. Take care. It's the promotion running. Everyone is gathered round to watch. The McNuggets share boxes are there offering much needed distraction. Your mate's already been booked for double dipping. But in you swoop to steal the last nuggets and claim all three points. Oh, and there is the Harry Clark fist pump to celebrate. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in at participating restaurants. Hold up. 
And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable! No, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.